Hi, I'm Adam Sanford. I'm an academic life coach and professor in Los Angeles. And I'm Dinur Bloom. I'm a college professor in Los Angeles. And this is Learning Made Easier, a podcast where we discuss how we learn, how we teach, and how they overlap. This is episode 72, How to Analyze What You're Learning. This is the fourth of seven episodes in our critical thinking series about using the squared method. Now, critical thinking is a critical component of succeeding in college, but many college students have never been taught how to think critically. The squared method outlines seven methods of increasing this skill, summarizing, questioning, unpacking, analyzing, relating, explaining, and defining. And in this episode, we're going to talk about analyzing. Analyzing is when you take several things you've learned about a single topic and tie them together. For example, in sociology, we study things called norms, which are different kinds of expectations about how people are supposed to behave. Three of the main kinds of norms are folkways, mores, and laws. A folkway is the kind of norm that, if you don't follow it, people might look at you a little weird. For example, someone wants to shake your hand and you give them a dirty look and you pull your hand away. That's about the extent of the reaction to breaking that norm. A moray is the kind of norm that might make people get violent or even deadly if you break it. And a good example of that is athletes now kneeling during the national anthem before games. And a law is the kind of norm that has formal consequences if you break it. For any listeners thinking of robbing a bank, you probably shouldn't. Now, analyzing is when you show that these three kinds of norms increase in severity and formality as you move from folkway, which is low severity and informal, to moray, which is high severity but still informal, to law, which is both highly severe and formal. And the way they go together, or the way you can classify them together, is by varying how severe and how formal the consequences for violating them become. When you analyze, you're basically showing how stuff goes together. How does human activity contribute to environmental degradation? How does a male blue jay's plumage relate to his chances of mating? How does this way of writing a sentence connect up to getting a point across in this essay? The goal is to take what you've learned and figure out how it goes together. When I teach my classes, I structure them so that material builds on itself. And that means I have to show connection. Here's how these two ideas or these two theories are related. Here's how these two theories try and answer the same question, but they do so really differently. And the analysis happens both when I dive into each theory. So what is strain theory in this case? And when I analyze across theories, for example, How are strain and social disorganization related to one another? Now, during my research on theories of crime, I had to do a lot of this. One of my goals once was to show how one theory tied into a different theory because they shared a variable. That was actually one of my qualifying exam questions I had to do. And so I picked a theory which had the same variable as another, but one theory used it as a cause of something, and the other one used it as an effect of something. And by analyzing how those two theories go together, I was able to demonstrate a stronger theory that explained more stuff because I connected up those two different theories together based on that one shared variable and said, hey, this thing leads to that, which then leads to that. 
One of the things I research, along with my colleague, Christian Jaworski, is the social causes of mass shootings in the United States. And when we do our research on this, we analyze the locations that mass shootings happen, what we know about the shooters, what we know about victims, and we try and come up with a comprehensive answer looking at what these shooters have in common. And we're doing this in order to try and prevent future mass shootings. If we can figure out what these commonalities are, maybe we can stop that anger from reaching the boiling point when violence seems like a good answer. And finally, some research that Denora and I did with our colleague Stacy Smith, we analyzed the connections between a need for stability and predictability with the difficulties that schools had in shifting online during the start of the COVID pandemic. All of those things, that need for stability, that need for predictability, and that difficulty in moving quickly, those are all characteristics of bureaucracy. And that's what made this analyzing instead of relating. Tying the demands for stability to those difficulties that made for a richer and stronger understanding of why, in many cases, higher education bungled the job of getting everybody online rapidly. Now, students are wondering, but how can I use this? Well, okay, if you're working on a research paper or a project, especially one where you need to show you've produced something new or come up with a new idea, take two ideas and try tying them together. Ask yourself, how are these two things really related to each other? Can I show that relationship? Does it make sense when I explain it? If it does, go for it. That's what analyzing is all about. The way teachers can use this, give students two concepts from the lesson and ask them to spend a few minutes brainstorming ways these concepts go together. Come back and discuss what they found. Were there any unusual or interesting ways students connected these concepts? Talk about what they did and how they did it. Ask what insights the class got from doing this exercise. I make students do this all the time, actually, because I'll say to them, okay, so we've got this idea of strain theory, and we've got this um, murder that just happened in the news. Can you find elements of strain theory in there? Can you tie the theory to what's going on? Go for it. And each group will come up with different ways to tie strain theory or its concepts to what happened in this current event. And I think that's just brilliant because it shows that critical thinking and reasoning isn't just one thing. It's a lot of different things that you can do to reach the same kind of conclusion. So that's what we have for you in episode 72. If you're finding this podcast helpful, please share it with your friends. We're always hoping to get new subscribers so we can help more people. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Android. We're hosted on Blueberry.com. And also, we'd really appreciate it if you could write a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts for us. Be sure to join us next week for episode 73, when we'll talk about how to relate what you're learning to other things you've already learned. You've been listening to Learning Made Easier, a podcast about how we learn, how we teach, and how they overlap. We want to say thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon who make this podcast possible. If you want to support us, please go to www.patreon.com slash learningmadeeasier. And we look forward to seeing you next week.